0: It's time to watch The Muppets with special guest Linda Labin
1: Exactly,
0: Stuntman Man, Meg. Stuntman. <laughs> Megan, how are you?
1: Oh my God, I'm like so, so, so good. Wow. I um, watched Awesome Powers 2. Oh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> I wasn't expecting that kind of response from me either
1: Ugh, <sighs> no it wasn't good it's bad and I remember that I remember liking that one so much
0: so that's the one where now in Austin Powers 1 it's that he's a man out of time and he's in current time the 90s and he has to deal with being from the 60s but in the 90s right No. so now in the second one oh, oh, I see what back in time yeah. so he's a man who was from the 60s who was now existed in the 90s and is now back in the 60s, yes. right? So it's kind of like as if he's supposed to be taking some of what he's learned in his time in the 90s back to the 60s, right? With Heather Graham. hmm Because who's his first girlfriend in the first movie?
1: Oh, my God. Liz Hurley.
0: Liz Hurley turns out to have been a fembot, right? Yeah. In the opening sequence of this second movie. Yeah.
1: That- Maybe I should watch... Should I watch the first one?
0: I think you should watch... As God intended, first of all, the trilogy complete.
1: Oh No, I've already watched the second one. So no. now I have to go back and either watch the first or watch the, the third. The second one doesn't hold
0: on its own. I think the third and the first one do.
1: Okay. But I remember liking Fat Bastard, but it's so funny now that I'm like an adult. This is the first time I've watched this movie as a full grown up. Mm-hmm. Because the last time I saw this movie was had to have been the eighth grade. Yeah. And I still quote it. Get in my pillow. Yes, because
0: this is the introduction of Fat Bastard. <laughs> yeah. Who, oh my God, have I ever told you about <laughs> Fat Bastard and like me and my brother? No. So we had a Game Boy Color game called like Welcome to My Secret Underground Layer. That's what it was called. And it had Dr. Evil on the cover doing like the pinky Oh my thing. God, I love it. And... There would be, like, you'd be doing this thing where you're, like, walking through a level or whatever, and then all of a sudden the music would, like, change, and Fat Bastard would show up. And you <laughs> had to try to get away from him. Yeah. But he was, like, so – he was going to, like, overtake you, you know? Yeah. So Justin and I were probably, like, 12 and 10 or something, and I'm like, oh, no, Fat Bastard's here. And he's like – because we can get away with it because that's what the character's name yeah. is, right? Obviously. And my dad literally, I think we're, like, driving to the Outer Banks or something, and he, like, turns around in the car, and he's like, I'm going to need you guys to start calling him Mr. B instead, (laughs) so... (laughs) So we're like, oh, no, Mr. B's coming. Your
1: dad just, like, had that, like, (laughs) queued up. He was like, yeah, I'm going to need you to go ahead and just call him Mr. B. His name is Mr. B. we're not
0: screaming that fat bastard's chasing us anymore. We're going to start saying (laughs) Mr. B is chasing us.
1: Oh, my God. That is so awesome. I absolutely love that.
0: But, yeah, Austin Powers 2 sucks. It's not good. I know, but
1: it's also like, I'm like, oh, wow, I'm so old because I still, like, in my mind, like, I don't say these things out loud, but, Mm -hmm. you know, you have an inner voice. My inner voice says things like, how about no, Scott?
0: Uh Uh-huh. There's still,
1: you (laughs) know what? It's not as good as
0: one or three, but there is still a lot of good in it. That's when Kristen Johnston plays a lot of vaginas, Oh, my... Right? No,
1: no, no. A lot of vaginas in the first one. Is it? Okay. Yeah. This is Ivana Humpalot.
0: Ivana Humpalot. lot Okay, yeah. so is she Ivana Humpalot? Yeah,
1: she's Ivana Humpalot. Because
0: okay. in the third one, it's the racist you and fuck Oh, yeah. The Fuk-U twins. and
1: That was... That was from a time in the 90s, early 2000s, where, like... I...
0: I know. I know. I know. You can't even really... Th- say or whatever. It's I like, can't
1: articulate it but it's like that was that a That was all
0: fine I guess. And it was
1: a, th- yeah a lot of things were fine mm-hmm. that are just
0: Just pure racisms. Race, like, yeah. M- yeah just like doing sexism, racisms. racism. Yeah uh-huh. very racist. Oh yeah, sexisms too. Yeah. Sexisms. Like- <laughs> <laughs> sexism.s
1: Now if you listen to my grandma tell ya, you know what on TV? Everyone is an interracial couple. Everyone. And I'm like, okay. She's like, not that I care, but it's like, how many no. do you know? Oh, my God. How many like do you know? Seinfeld. And then I go, Grandma, your yeah. next-door neighbors are for, in a racial couple for, for- 30 years. For 30 years. For 40 years, yeah. whatever. Yeah. I feel like I've said this before, but I see my grandma once a week, and yeah. she says the same things to Oh, me, my so. God.
0: That's so funny. I just watched that Seinfeld last night, the episode <laughs> oh. where Elaine thinks she's dating a black guy. <laughs>
1: Oh, my God. He
0: thinks he's dating a Spanish woman. Yeah. And they just, they're like, you know, every time they're sitting in the diner and he goes, oh, you see that? Oh, what? They're acting like they've never seen an interracial couple before. And Elaine's like, that's right. We are an interracial couple. And like, because they both think that they're dating someone who's not white. Yeah. And then when they realize at the end of the episode that they're both white and they're like, oh. Like they're, <laughs> they're like bored by the idea that they're both white. So then he goes, so we're just two white people? And yeah. she goes, I guess so. Yeah. And he goes, you want to go to the Gap? Yeah. And then she goes, yeah. And they leave and they go to the Gap.
1: I love that. Oh, man. I love, I saw a video on TikTok today. I actually, was going to send it to you, but mm-hmm. I was like, you know, it's so dumb. Uh, I'll just tell you about it instead. Mm-hmm. And it's, it, you know, the green screen people. Mm-hmm. It's this guy comes up and he's like, this is Seinfeld. And then the next... And it's, like, a picture of Seinfeld. Then the next one is, like, a picture of Friends. And he's like, this is Seinfeld with slightly more attractive people. (laughs) Then it's a picture of Uh Frasier. This is Seinfeld with smarter, like, people or whatever. And then he just, like... He went all the way to, like, community. Uh And, like... He was like, they're all Seinfeld, basically. (laughs) I was like, oh, my God.
0: Oh, man.
1: Seinfeld is so good, though. That's what I should watch after I'm done with the nanny.
0: It's very... I just dropped in. I had... Like, my wife went to go take a shower. And I was laying on the couch with the dog, and I'm like, eh. And yeah. Put on Seinfeld. I love it. We're I've been watching, watching The Nanny
1: like crazy. Really? Yeah. I mean, I'm not to season two yet, but uh, I'm deep in season one.
0: These shows from back then, they have long seasons, yeah. too, in most cases. And I have to tell you something. What?
1: I never skip the intro for The Nanny. You can't. <clears throat> but I do skip it for The Muppets.
0: The, okay,
1: that's fine. <laughs> the
0: nanny, it's actually illegal, I had heard.
1: Oh, uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, if you hit that button that says skip intro, someone immediately I'm fully
1: entertained the entire intro song. Megan, we should get
0: things started. Why don't we we,
1: should get get it. It started?
0: we are watching the Linda Lavin episode. I didn't know who she was. Neither did I. Let's okay. do that in one second. Premiering in the UK on December 7th and in the US on, no- on September 27th. Uh-oh. That's insane. That's a huge difference. Linda Lavin. <clears throat> Linda Lavin is an actress best known for playing Alice Hyatt on the TV series. Oh, she's Alice from the show Alice. Isn't that the show that... Isn't that a waitress? Alice? I
1: know. Go ask Alice. Isn't that a diary? Is that a real diary?
0: Go ask Alice is... No, uh, it's turned out that it's um, anti-drug propaganda. Oh. That it's fake. Yeah, I don't remember where I heard that. I hope I'm not lying.
1: It just seems like how did she like write so succinctly and articulately yes. like and she was basically like spiraling.
0: Yeah, it's supposedly anti-drug propaganda. Okay. Yeah, I never read it, but I'm like I know what it is. I read it. Probably in like ninth grade or eighth grade or something like that. I feel like that's that. Honestly, I
1: think in 10th grade. Yeah. I think I read it because I had this one English teacher and everything was just dare drop everything Mm -hmm. and read the whole class because she probably didn't want to teach us. So
0: it is funny to like think about that now, like how I was talking to a friend of ours today in my shop who um, does like aid work with um, for middle school age kids. And I'm like, I don't know how you do that. That's fucking horrible, mm-hmm. the idea of, like, having to teach middle schoolers. And she's like, yeah, and one's a liar and is telling me that they did this thing and that thing or whatever. And she, like, said that she called them out and was like, you're lying. I don't care. Stop talking to me. Go do your work, whatever kind mm-hmm. of thing. And I'm like, I don't know how you how you teach middle schoolers. That sounds it's horrible. It's crazy.
1: You know, okay, so in my town, I know some of the teachers and, like, folks who work at the school. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, my partner has one, one in high school and one in the middle school. Yeah. I mean these kids are literally vaping weed in the hallways insane. and they don't they don't get expelled in trouble i mean uh-huh. god forbid you fucking fell asleep at your desk
0: as it, yes
1: you go get a drug test go whatever uh-huh. it's just like crazy uh-huh like you know schools are a drug-free zone there's those signs yeah you're not allowed to have drugs in the school zone. no no and these kids are doing it oh like,
0: my god that's yeah. insane
1: I can't imagine being, like, a middle schooler or an eighth Mm -hmm. grader or even a ninth grader and having, like, access to a fucking vape pen. Yeah. Crazy.
0: (laughs) Our – so, like, the elections just happened. I feel like we're totally derailed at this point. But the elections just happened, right? And I was talking with another local business owner in uh, my shop today. And he said that he – this woman came in and she was so pissed the way the election turned out in town. And she's like – our, our taxes are out of control in this town anyway. And um, he said, well, you know, like 70% of our taxes in town go to the school. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, so then we need, we need to give the teachers a pay cut. And it's like, what? Who, who is going to teach these kids? They're already not getting paid enough. I
1: would have said, make Aberdeen pay more.
0: Like, and I'm kidding. <laughs> but, like, what, what? I don't understand why... There are folks that think teachers are literally, like,
1: millionaires? But also, like, I, from a, actually from a college professor who's a friend of mine was telling me that um, at her, she teaches at Rutgers, and she said, it's crazy there now. It's mm. like the kids, the, you know, she teaches undergrad, these students... Basically, are always right, and uh-huh. if they're if they have an unexcused absence and they miss their finals or they miss certain things, they could just go to the dean or go to whoever and
0: and just get talk it, it out. Yeah, talk it away. it's it
1: totally made exactly, and wow. they feel like they don't like deadlines are like not a thing for them. It's in crazy our day. In, our day, in our day. I know you like would. I never school. want to
0: be that person, but like for real, what's going on? No, like- no, no,
1: I know. <laughs> But the, but, I feel like the, but seriously but and I just feel like the bar for me is the same it's like if you're if people are gonna be like that cool let's just all drop it drop it all down <laughs> like, yeah can I be late for like my life every day and stuff oh or like God. parents will call right? her like uh-huh. my my one my friend and they'll be like oh Benjamin wasn't feeling well this morning he he's depressed mm-hmm. she's like okay your, your mom, you're, you're a 20-year-old man, and your mom is calling wow. because you can't, like, I don't know. Wow. I don't know.
0: Wow, wow, wow. I have a story similar to that that I'll share with you after this, all right. after we record. Yeah.
1: It. We should, uh... <laughs> uh...
0: We'll continue this off-air because we we'll are get just getting at this point, Yeah, but, we are. Okay. Cut,
1: cut all that. <laughs> so, cold What's open. going on with the world? Cold
0: open, Linda Lavin asks Scooter to make her a sandwich. Uh, and he does with magic. Come in. Linda Lavin? Thanks, Scooter. Fifteen seconds to curtain, Linda. Oh, thanks. Say, so, uh, can I get you anything? Well, you could make me a sandwich. Okay, you're a sandwich. Everybody's
1: a comedian.
0: Since when can Scooter do this? Scooter literally turns a woman into a sandwich. Do you not remember this?
1: No, I do remember it. I I watched it. Uh, recently, but this was hor- horrifying. but Scooter had... But I never really thought like, oh wow, Scooter has magical powers. But when you said that, it really hit me, and I was like, wait, does Scooter have magical powers?
0: Scooter might have magical powers.
1: It's not just the magic of the theater. No, the theater I don't think so. has magical powers. I don't think
0: so. And Scooter just wields
1: Scooter. the energy of the theater.
0: I think Scooter is dark sided, and um,
1: yeah, it's probably accurate.
0: Now we have to deal with this.
1: Is he a Sith?
0: He's he's definitely a Seth. <laughs> Where's his s- sister?
1: Where's his His sister? <laughs> okay, <laughs>
0: so the Muppet Show theme Gonzo blows his horn and disappears. It looks like blinds when he like disappears. They like horse, oh like yeah, yeah yeah closes the blinds on him. That was stupid. All right, Miss Piggy interrupts the normal flow of the show with a surprise birthday celebration for Kermit. For the opening number, she leads a cast ensemble with the song Be a Frog. I thought this was very cute and weird.
1: It was so cute. I was like, oh, Piggy really loves him.
0: Be a Frog is a song performed by Gene Kelly and Judy Garland in the 1948 film The Pirate.
1: That's so cool. I didn't, I was like, where is this from? I was oh thinking Oh my God, about it. it's not,
0: I'm, I have brain damage. It's Be a Clown that they sing, but Piggy changes the words to Be a Frog for this version. Uh- so this is like our first glimpse at Weird Al. Yeah, she's Weird Al. She's Weird Al. Did you watch it. the Weird Al movie this weekend?
1: No, when where is it on?
0: It's on Roku or some shit like that. It was incredible. I, I loved it. I have it to came get out last Roku. Weekend. It was so fucking funny. It was.
1: Yes. I have to watch it.
0: So fucking funny. There's. I, I don't want to spoil anything from it, so I'll just wait. for No, you to watch don't it. spoil it. You these. have to just watch it. It's a fictionalized version of Weird. It's a parody of. Weird biopics Al's life. Oh, is it? On top of being a parody of... It's not... It's hardly about Weird Al's life, really. Like, it's a parody of, like, biopics. Like, the Walk the Line kind of movie. The All of the uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, yeah, yeah. So you've seen so many of these movies oh, yeah. also... So you'll be able to pick it apart and be like, oh, right, that's great. a parody of things from Elvis. I have seen so that's many from, biopics. Yeah. That seems to be one of your, like... Genres? Your, yeah, yeah. Definitely. For real, one of your jams. Yeah. You have to watch this one. It's so funny. It's, it's very great. And you can watch it, like, with everybody. I think the kids would get a kick out of it, too. Do they have any interest in Weird
1: Al? They probably don't even know who he is. Right? Like... I have no idea what these kids know. To be honest I with know. you, like that, they, the ki- these kids are listening to like old timey music from like, like 1900 <laughs> and below.
0: But like when I or was not below, but like really both of their ages, it was like weird out, weird out, yeah, It's hilarious, the funniest thing in the world. Oh man, you have to! I cannot. I don't know. I don't want to talk to you about it. It's, <laughs> it's wonderful. Evan Rachel Wood plays plays. Evan Madonna Rachel in it. Wood
1: is in it. Oh, of course, plays she plays Madonna. Madonna. I love that.
0: And it's the funniest impression of Madonna it's so it's almost nuanced and she nails the accent it's amazing
1: I love that speaking Madonna
0: basically in the material girl costume the entire time oh too, I can't like wait the to watch it and like the
1: is gonna laugh her ass off at being
0: yeah. Lauper you know
1: that just reminded me you said Evan Rachel Wood and wasn't she in that movie 13
0: oh yeah and that was like a Oof.
1: biopic yeah that movie, I, I wish that movie didn't come out. I feel bad for that that girl's life. That's but... a
0: true story, yeah. That's horrifying. Horrifying. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> Sorry.
1: The Temple Grandin movie is also a biopic. That one is this really is good. Nice.
0: You will take any opportunity to talk about Temple Grandin <laughs> and her little hugging machine. Yeah. Backstage, Kermit has to deal with Zuzu Fitzwaller. The Hungarian water juggler who is sobbing because his act has been cancelled. <laughs> He's sobbing. Hermit uncancels the act, but Piggy recancels it. I love this character. <laughs> My girl Gloria came all the way from Pittsburgh to see me. The... I, I tell you what, li- listen, you're back on. I'm going to go introduce you right now, Zuzu. Huh? Yes? All right, Fuzzy,
1: stand by here for the your first the special guest. Go, go, go. Uh... I thought I told you. You got the axe. I
0: need to, I'm just going to really quick is look up Frank? who plays Zuzu. I need to know. Zuzu is Jerry Nelson. Jerry. So this,
1: we always love a Jerry. We
0: we really do. We, we have to recognize that a little bit more often because he even plays Floyd. Uh-huh. When I was Amen. editing an episode. When I was editing an episode a few weeks ago, every time you do, hey, man, it makes me laugh so much. But this Zuzu, I recognized his voice is um, Count Von Count from the Sesame Street, Uh, basically.
1: He's the count. Jerry Nelson's the count. And learning to count was the key to it all. By counting each count, I knew just where to start. And one special step to
0: stay close to my heart. Yeah, because this space the oh same Oh, my God. Voice.
1: You're blowing my mind right now, man.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: Bert, Bert is smiling one, two, three, in
0: that. That's the first thing that's wrong with this Bert doll that you have here is that it has smiling, a full smile
1: too. on it. <laughs> so now
0: Suzu sobs on stage. Kermit is reunited with his old acting teacher, Mr. Dawson who taught him to say, yay.
1: <laughs> this
0: was such a funny little reveal that like, Oh, Kermit for one of your special happy birthday messages. We have your old acting teacher, Mr. Dawson. So here. cute. And then when he comes out and he literally, he's like, he tells Zuzu at one point, he's like, you can't cry like that. You have to cry bigger. Yeah. He's like, you have to go Aah! when you get upset. You can't, no one will know that you're upset. Like he's teaching everyone to basically cry for the back of the yeah. room. Yeah. So I love it. Stupid. I this, loved
1: it. This was really cute the way this episode was set up. I liked it. It's a li- like, It's different. Yeah. It felt different the whole time.
0: So, um, we were talking about this is your life, right? We're trying to this figure out what is that was. This is your life.
1: Dancing free until the morning light. Together forever, because this is your night. <laughs> Till the morning light. <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: Okay. This Is Your Life was a long running television show created and hosted by Ralph Edwards. In each show, an unsuspecting person would be surprised with their life story, narrated by Edwards from a book, as friends, family, and others from their past would come forth. Oh, this is wild. Edwards began the series on the radio in 48, and after two short lived runs, moved to television in 52. Remaining on television until sixty-one, with sporadic revivals through the eighties. Wow, that's crazy. So it was like a way to like just tell.
1: And is it like anybody's story? It it's says anybody's. unsuspecting
0: persons. So like it was just a. That's kind of wild. I'm
1: gonna check this show out because it sounds a little creepy, almost. It though. does
0: sound a little, and especially like for the time, like where would you get?
1: There's no internet.
0: This kind, yeah, you can't just like Google someone's family, like. I remember one time you were trying to find my address when I still lived at home and you were like certain you, you knew like the road, but you couldn't remember the number or whatever. Yeah. And then you like literally just Googled my mother and then you're like, oh, I just found and you sent me this whole like Zillow listing yeah. basically <laughs> of like how much my parents bought the house for when they finished the paperwork yeah. and everything. And you're like, the internet's weird. Yeah. <laughs>
1: like, that was a while ago. This
0: was all just so I could find the house number, yeah. you know? Yeah, you could I'm find like, so much so shit. So I could
1: put it in my Garmin GPS. Yes!
0: It, oh, my God. <laughs> Turn left at the roundabout. <laughs> <laughs> so now, uh, Linda and the Electric Mayhem sing the song, The More I See You. The More I See You. What is this song? This song is by Harry Warren with lyrics by Mac Gordon. Uh-huh. It's from Billy Rose's Diamond Horseshoe which is a movie from 45. Okay. Wow. Some of these songs they use Up on this show sure. are just like what can we have for cheap? Yeah. It feels like. And then Jim gets thrown this book that's like here. This is the shit the studio owns you could just have. Exactly. If you want. Here's and what the like, studio right. has, yeah. <laughs> Fine, or we'll it's like this. or it's
1: like oh when I was a kid I used to watch blah blah blah. Mhm.
0: Yeah, so he we're going to use so this weird ass score from this musical no one's heard of from, you know, Because even, like, it's 79 right now, and it's like, oh, this song is from a musical from 42. Like, what? You know, like, even back then, they're like, this is old. No one knows what this is anymore. (laughs) The Swedish chef shows Linda his birthday surprise, a replica of Kermit's head made from chopped liver. Linda points out that it's not green, so the chef spray paints it.
1: This is more, yeah, it, this unfolds. This is very funny.
0: When she hands him the eggs and she's like, here, use these. And he's like, eggy.
1: Yeah. Eggy. Eggy googies. <laughs> eggy googles. I think it's so funny that he made, a, he made a frog cake out of liverwurst. And she even made the joke, I've heard of liverwurst, but this is.
0: This is liver terrible. Yeah, liver me? terrible. It, it was like bad. Dumb.
1: But the banter she had back and forth with she's the chef was fun. funny. Yeah, yeah, she was funny.
0: Yeah, I feel like I've seen Alice. I know we like have talked about it before. It was a show about a diner, I think.
1: So, w- is she playing a Zoe Deschanel character back in the day?
0: I think she definitely was like adorable quirky, quirky yeah. diner worker.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I feel like whenever I think of this show, Alice, for some reason, I also think of Mama's Family.
1: You know, I never, I know I've never even seen one episode of that show. And that show is like it, famous, famous. Past it
0: before yeah you know?
1: like i remember i've clicked fast enough, going to my God.
0: grandmother's house once and seeing my um grandmother's husband al watching mama's family and uh just like him dying, laughing laugh yeah. it. and watch yeah it's just like <laughs> that's one of those shows where i'm like is that show from the 70s or is it from the 90s yeah i have no, I have idea. no idea when i watch it it looks dirty which <laughs> is always the, you know like how like all in the family it looks dirty yeah it looks old i don't know it's hard to explain <laughs> So up next is the UK spot Robin and the Frog sing Frog Kissin'
1: This was cute Robin's cute So
0: much Robin in this episode I love it Can't get enough of him
1: I was like As soon as I saw the uh, black fade That you told me about Fade Mm -hmm. to Black I was like yep And I was like okay It's Robin Here we go And he's
0: in his little swamp I feel like this set is used Specifically for when Robin's gonna do something Cute and sweet And he sings this little song Frog Kissin' He's such a little guy He is such a little guy Frog Kissin'
1: And all the frogs are singing about, like, a prince. Where is this song from?
0: This song was made popular by country singer Chet Adkins in <laughs> 1976.
1: Chet. What a name.
0: It was written by Buddy Kolb.
1: I would like to do, like, see a map with statistics of, like, where people are named Chet most in the United States.
0: Um, the, the most famous Chet that I can think of is Chet Hanks. Oh. Tom Hanks' kid who yeah. speaks Creole.
1: Okay. Have you ever watched him do that? No. Yeah.
0: Or not not Creole. What's the accent that they use in Barbados?
1: It is a type of Creole. I he think. does There's that. a lot of different Creoles.
0: And it's like it's the most offensive thing you've ever seen. And he was trying is to he tell someone from Barbados? Nope. Oh. He's white. He's from Los Angeles. Well, I don't know. Maybe he's, he grew up there. He's just like an obnoxious, appropriating douchebag. And he is trying to say that he like um, popularized talking like that. Oh, big up, big up the whole island, massive. It's your boy Chet coming straight from that golden Gloves. You are watching far, what come? Big up, tune in. I'm gonna
1: have to research Chet that. Hanks. Yeah, Chet Hanks. I'll mm-hmm. remember that because uh, a person that we both know used to date somebody named Chet.
0: No way! We need to talk about that after the show too. Mm -hmm. Jesus, oh man! So now, on Veterinarian's Hospital, in honor of Kermit's birthday, Robin makes an appearance on the operating table. Piggy demands that he will call her Aunt Piggy. Piggy, Piggy, Piggy!
1: Can't you see?
0: If it's Uncle Kermit, then Kermit's Uncle Uncle Kermit's wife would be Aunt Piggy.
1: Yeah, it is Aunt Piggy. Aww.
0: I'm just really glad. I don't know. I have nothing else to add other than I'm just glad that Robin's been in this episode so yeah, much. Yeah,
1: and he's so cute.
0: It's one of those characters that when we started this, I did not think I liked. But now I'm like, I'll die for, for Robin. Oh,
1: my God. I'm- I would
0: jump in that. You know, in the way of the bullet or whatever for I Robin. I love
1: Robin. I used to have a little VHS mm-hmm. of Kermit. It would start with Kermit, the, the physical real Muppet of Kermit the Frog okay. and Robin. Mm-hmm. And Kermit is telling Robin a bedtime story. And then it goes into like a cartoon. Oh, and that's then, weird. Yeah, And I used to watch that a lot. We like got to look kid. that up.
0: Statler and Waldorf reminisce about their past birthdays, singing. It was a very good year. Popularized by Frank Sinatra. It's his song old by old Blue Eyes. Irvin Drake. Is Frank Sinatra old Blue Eyes? Yeah, that's like his whole fucking thing.
1: Drake, can I talk about how the fact that I finished Uncharted Four and I'm so upset? It was oh, so good.
0: Did it end well?
1: It ended great. Is it that was it? so can I you spoil think? it for you? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. So I think game came
0: out like eight years ago. So I I think it's
1: it because it's like there's an epilogue to the game. Oh, that's cool. You play as Nathan and Chloe, Chloe's daughter. At the end, oh, that's very cute. Yeah, I would
0: love to play a game where you're like his, his. uh, adventure you know his treasure hunting daughter does that would be so so cool cool. yeah i don't care i
1: loved i loved the formula
0: for them you know the only
1: person i didn't play as in this game is i think sully is the only one but in in this one you play as you play as nathan as a young boy you Mm -hmm. play as regular nathan you play as sam Mm -hmm. the brother you play as her name's claire
0: is it claire or chloe it's one of them right claire is it claire
1: it's not chloe
0: I haven't played them in ages. I
1: think it's Claire. Yeah. So it's like, and then you get to play as a daughter. It was a really good game. That's and very the, cool. The final boss fight is mm-hmm. you're battling Rafe. And you're literally having a pirate sword fight. It's so That's fucking neat. awesome. That's really neat. And like you can feel the weight of the, you know, the sword mm-hmm. on the controller. You know, the how that
0: the is- PS4 controller was very innovative. Like yeah. it definitely it's weird how like they've literally taken the same thing that they created in nineteen ninety five or six mm-hmm. or whenever the first PlayStation came out. And it's comfortable and familiar, but it does change and evolve with yeah. each iteration, you know? Yeah. It's cool.
1: I loved the game. I'm so upset it's over, and mm-hmm. now I only have like, I'll probably pay, play Assassin's Creed Origins. But honestly, I I would rather play the other one, Assassin's Creed. Um,
0: they have so many of those. I don't even know them. I forget. You got to get The Last of Us Part Two.
1: Oh, Last of Us Part Two. Yeah, Last I of mean, Us. Good, yeah, I mean that's the same team,
0: Naughty Dog. So yeah,
1: and I played Last of Us. Mm-hmm. That was good.
0: Are you um talking to me about The Last of Us... Not The Last of Us, but talking to me about Uncharted, especially because you don't want to talk about Wayne and Wanda?
1: No, I was... So, I... I, like, fell down dead when they brought out You've Wayne and Wanda. You've been asking
0: for them for ages. I you couldn't asked for it.
1: believe it. This was the highlight of the episode for me. Wayne and the Wanda,
0: the singing duo from the first season... It even says all of this. The singing duo from the first season... Show up and give Kermit such a guilt trip that he rehires them. And then when they sing, Kermit remembers why he fired them in the first place and he does it again.
1: He was like, oh, geez, you know what? You guys are hired. (laughs) Apparently, Wayne is working as a day laborer (laughs) and she's not doing anything. Oh, I can't imagine. She lives off the pension from her parents. That's what she said, <laughs> and I couldn't believe it. So, I guess they didn't repurpose the Wanda Muppet, oh, but she's God. back there. I think it is hilarious that they brought Absolutely back Wayne and Wanda. Hilarious. And they didn't acknowledge that like he picked up gigs and she was not there. Oh,
0: yeah, like Wayne was fully there and like in our notes even, like he's credited in as Wayne. In season 2 anyway. Wayne plays an adventurer or whatever. Yeah. you know like Wayne sings a song, or three. Moon, you know, whatever. Like yeah, no mention of Wanda. Wanda at all.
1: No Wanda. I mean, they keep her... I mean, you know, they didn't acknowledge that. Oh, wait, I guess... Is she in the opener? I can't remember if she's Not in the anymore. opener. Not anymore. They Not anymore. They took her out of the opener, yeah. too. Yeah. Okay. Because, like,
0: even... um, What was that woman? We loved that old lady. Hilda. Hilda. She was in the opening, too, for a while. Yeah. And the other one, the bitch one. The, like, the pink one. The bitch She was one. mean. She was but mean. But then it turned out that she had, like, a doctorate or something. Oh, my God.
1: Oh, my God! You the one on the talk remember that fucking talk show. Yes, it was her.
0: She would always be in the talk show but she was she's a busybody, like
1: a, yeah, she's like a bird lady, yeah, sorta. she looked
0: like a yes, she looked like a purple with like frizzy Brown with hair. the hand, yeah, uh, you
1: guys can't see Doug, but he's I'm doing me- like two a two in a hand thing,
0: <laughs> so now Piggy's nervous about the closing number. Linda slaps Piggy into her senses.
1: You fill up my senses. Like never before. Is that a John Denver?
0: Oh, God, yes, it is. I'm like, why do I know this song? Oh, it's because it's from that John Denver It's from the commercial. That's how that commercial opens, right? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So for the closing number, Linda and the cast sing Beyond the Blue Horizon on a birthday cake set. Now, this Beyond the Blue Horizon is a song from the film Monte Carlo.
1: Wait, Kirby goes to Monte Carlo? Not Herbie, just regular Monte <laughs> Carlo.
0: Herbie was busy going bananas. <laughs> I think they haven't rebooted that franchise again.
1: They will eventually. Because there's like a
0: new, new Volkswagen Beetle, you know?
1: No, there isn't. Yeah,
0: like from like maybe a couple years ago. Not like the one you had when you were kids. But like a new, like equally stupid looking like, reboot. Okay not as domey like yours is like a semicircle mine it was, like, was a full the street, on right? bubble like, yeah
1: <laughs> i felt like i was in a fishbowl they
0: made them like a little bit more normal the weirdest part about that car is like no matter where you sit there's not enough room between your head <laughs> and the ceiling there's yeah. no good spot it's yeah. very strange
1: You have to, like, pull the seat back so you're in the middle of the car.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Whenever my wife talks about her friend Kelly's Volkswagen, she says that it used to smell like crayons inside. Did you feel like yours smelled like crayons?
1: Maybe. I don't remember. She
0: said, like, just the inner plastic of the car. It just smelled like crayons. Yeah, I I think I know what she means for
1: that.
0: When we were, oh, my God, when you and I, and my wife, when we went to, um... The Bell House in Brooklyn to see Julie Klausner and Tom Sharpling. Yeah, I said we were walking towards the Bell House, and I said it smells like pencils outside. Oh yeah, it did
1: smell like pencils. And I was like,
0: mm. <laughs> like it smelled like just fresh pencils. <laughs> oh man, nothing smells better than like that stationery. It's very like <sighs> you know getting ready for the first day of school. Why and... are
1: stationery still exciting to me,
0: dude? I don't know. Picking up post-it it. notes. Oh my god, I know all that stuff. I want
1: a clear post-it note.
0: Anytime I buy a new notebook, you know how hesitant I am to write in it. I'm like, it's perfect.
1: I know. What am I going to do? Use the and first you,
0: page and just write like.
1: You hear the crack of it open uh-huh. too. I love it.
0: I bought this little notebook that I love and I'm like, I haven't used it yet because I'm like too sensitive, like, like too personal. Like I can't,
1: <laughs> I, I used, can't waste it. I used to definitely be, I still have like Kurope pencils and like a Batsmaru pencil that I never opened and there's like plastic wrap around the eraser still. Uh-huh. So I'm like, it's so perfect. I
0: can't, I can't break it in. You know? I can't. So now during the closing, Linda and the Muppets sing for He's a Jolly Good Fellow to Kermit prior to his shocking revelation that it's not his birthday.
1: It's your birthday.
0: Happy birthday. I love that. I can't believe it wasn't Kermit's birthday.
1: I knew. I had a feeling. He didn't say anything. He wasn't excited. He would be like blushing, I feel like, if it was really his birthday. He'd be like, oh, guys. Yeah,
0: you're right. Kermit. Kermit would be a little bit more shy and stuff.
1: Yeah, if if it was actually his birthday, yeah. Yeah. But they went ahead and they planned it, and this guest, I guess, took full charge. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think she seems to be, she eggs Piggy on basically through the whole thing that, like, Piggy's doing something cool and it's great and stuff, you know?
1: I just remembered call-in specials.
0: Call-in specials?
1: When you, like, dial in to donate. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, like a telethon? Yeah,
1: telethon. That's what uh, I'm thinking of. I'm calling. You it...
0: Remember watching like when we were kids, the Jerry Lewis telethon? Like it would be like Labor Day weekend. Yes. And he was raising money for like MS or something, right?
1: There weren't a lot of telethons when we were kids. I feel yeah, like
0: I there was one for like 9/11. Yeah. And stuff, oh, yeah. And like hurricane relief,
1: and, and they all would that play kind of stuff. like yeah. so they'd play like. Sometimes it'd be, like, a special or it'd be, like, a, a box office movie. Not a box office movie, but, like, one you'd probably have to go to the video store to rent. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then they'd, like, interrupt commercial in the middle of commercial. A special
0: presentation yeah. of Titanic. Yeah, 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 exactly. Whatever, yeah.
1: Don't forget to call in. It's, you know, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. We need wow. your
0: help with your dollars.
1: Isn't it... So, we, the world is a different place.
0: It absolutely is. Different I think, place. I think we should have a telethon. We could do it on Twitch, right? <laughs> And um, it's to get us to fly to to the Muppet Studios so we can see the Muppets. We want to meet the Muppets, guys. I want
1: to meet the Muppets.
0: You you have to help us do it.
1: Yes. We Um. want you.
0: Um, Okay, Megan. So next week, we are watching... Dudley Moore. You know that for a fact? Yep. Because I can't find the button. The Dudley Moore episode. You were right. Episode 407, Dudley Moore. Dudley tells the Electric Mayhem that he doesn't need them tonight. He's brought a musical robot called Mama. M-A-M-M-A. The musical and mood management apparatus. Mama is a garbage can on wheels, <laughs> which plays tinny electric music in a, in any style. The band resents Mama's intrusion, and Animal attacks Dudley. Later, Gonzo recites... From the works of Percy Blish. All right, we don't need to read any more of this. Whatever, but okay, this sounds absolutely wonderful. I love the idea of Mama.
1: I love this, and I hope it. I, I hope it meets the like faceometer or something. Megan, it looks like some like R two D two nonsense. Oh my it's god, wonderful. I can't wait. Oh I can't god. wait.
0: All right, Dudley Moore. You know Dudley Moore, right?
1: Um, you know,
0: you don't know who Dudley Moore I is. I mean, Damn.
1: I I remember the name.
0: I'm pretty sure he's Arthur.
1: Oh my, I was just going to say, he's, with Liza. he's British.
0: Liza with the...
1: Arthur is the guy who doesn't want to grow up, right? Or he's like a rich guy. I think,
0: it's, yeah, I think he's a rich guy. Who he's a rich guy. He's like a drunk, right? Oh, he's a drunk, guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah,
1: I have seen that. The only reason I've watched that is because Macaulay Culkin, that's one of his favorite movies. Oh, really? Yeah.
0: Interesting. So we'll be watching the Dudley Moore episode next week. You can... In the meantime, you can follow us on social media at I-T-T-W-T-M.
1: Message um, us. <laughs> so you can message
0: us. And, um, you know, until next week.
1: Thanks for the gumball, the Falcon. <laughs>